0: rising above the competition This is Now Tell Us, I'm your host Anthony Mwerore and that's the topic for today At Now Tell Us we have guests come and tell us stories they come and inspire us. they come and tell us of a subject that they are passionate about and uh, we are always glad to hear what our guests have to say Our guest today is known as Liam brown and he's going to be here shortly but before he comes let me remind you to please share this episode with all your friends because we are going to have a great time if you have a question you can always ask and any other comment that you make we appreciate it because we love feedback and now without taking one more minute i'm going to ask you to join me as we go together to meet our guest today Here we go. Hello, liam
1: hi anthony that was a really intense intro <laughs> the, uh, the music was scary oh
0: yeah the music is, is for you it's for you because you're our guest today we've made a special intro
1: awesome okay
0: yeah so welcome to now tell us
1: and yeah, awesome
0: and and we are curious where in the world
1: are you yeah, um, I'm. I'm based in Pittsburgh. That's where my organization is also headquartered. So, mm-hmm. uh, we're one of the larger esports teams on the East Coast here in the states. So, that's where I'm at.
0: That's beautiful. Now, you mentioned the word there that maybe, maybe not so common to all the people, and that's where we are going to start. Esports. What is esports?
1: Uh, esports, uh, very casually defined, is really just the. Competitive level of professional video gaming, so, right? So it playing video games professionally against other teams and organizations uh, in multiple different uh, gaming titles, team-based, single-player, and it's a field that has existed ever since arcade games uh, were around, and um, it's it's been one of the fastest growing ever since some of the successes with like League of Legends and CS:GO. So very 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 advanced uh quickly growing industry i find myself in
0: Mm, Mm. so that's what you're you're doing on a day-to-day every single day that's what you're doing
1: yeah i i I tell people all the time that i'm very lucky to have find my true passion in life and there's never a dull moment really Mm -hmm. with work and and that's one of the things that i like about it so
0: yeah. yeah, I can imagine waking up, gaming, and all day that's gaming.
1: And... <laughs> yeah, it's a little—I mean, it's a little bit. It, it, my my role is actually a little bit different. I I'm not on the competitive gaming side. I'm on, I'm on the behind the scenes. I'm, okay. I'm behind the scenes, so I, I deal with all of our guys that do game professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I myself, I don't have to. Uh, I I'm not at the skill level. Let let's say of of gaming professionally as my career path. But you know, who knows? Maybe down the road.
0: You know, most of us are seeing uh, people and uh, the young ones, the kids playing games. Uh, talk of PS, they are always I mm-hmm. want my a PS, and then we see yep. them in some uh, cafes playing those games, and we never imagine that this is this could be something that is that can be taken seriously by
1: organizations. Yeah, it's another. Uh, it, uh, to me, it's another skill. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you know you view eSports as like a real sport or, or not when you boil what it boils down to is competitive entertainment that people want to watch mm-hmm. And people are going to engage in repetitive practices or you know, longer sessions of scrimmages against other organizations to better their skills in the game and to better put on a, a, a larger, more illustrious performance so that they can, um, you know so they can compete at the top level so mm-hmm. you know whether or not you believe it's sports it's really fun to watch and and I know there's millions of people that agree with me there
0: yeah and now yeah. when you talk about organizations what kind of organizations are we talking about here
1: so in esports i it, when i refer to it i i refer to esports teams themselves so the people mm-hmm. that are competing in these these different games uh game developers so in esports the people who created the games it's their intellectual property so they act as the governing body they set up the leagues the rules that you know certain tournaments those kinds of things and then on the third tier it's going to be the events organizers and the the tournament organizers you know some of these companies that exist to um just put on different events in gaming my my esports team is a little bit different in, in that we act as both a tournament and events organizer and as a competitive team. So um, the, that's kind of what I refer to when, when I refer to this field.
0: Yeah. yeah. And about your role, what exactly, you know, in detail, maybe you can tell, what does it involve?
1: Yeah, um, that's a great question. So the team that I belong to, it's Knights Esports. And okay. we, there, there's technically three, three we're, we're three companies under one umbrella mm-hmm. uh, on on the first column. It's going to be the Knights competitive entity. So it's going to be, we have an active roster of four different teams that compete in four different game titles. Mm-hmm. And then under that, under that same column, we have like several different content creators and influencers that further um, spread our fan base apart. And then on the second column, it's going to be um, Knights arena. Now Knights arena is going to be our, events and league organizing entity. so uh we have very good relationships with different gaming developers and that they have entrusted us to put on different events and run leagues for prizing in gaming so it's kind of like as if um you know i'll 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 bring an american example it's kind of like the steelers american football team was asked by the uh, nfl the national football league Mm -hmm. to run the nfl or run football games in the nfl that's kind of that's 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 uh kind of generalized that's kind of our relationship uh with from knights the knights arena perspective and then on the third column we're a tech company so we have encoded many different technologies for a company a social media brand called discord mm. and to further Give people the ability to connect with others and really bring people together under the one interest that they all share, and in, in, in that being gaming. So that's pretty much that. That's kind of how, if I had like two seconds, that's how I would define the the Knights Esports and, yeah. and my organization.
0: That that's a good one.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and and now we come to the games. For some of us, so the games we we know are the ones that we just see on an everyday. Uh, field, what yeah. are the games? What are the es- esports? What games are, are they? A replicant of all the games that we know of, or what kind are
1: they? Yeah, yeah, no. So, so I mean, esports. There, there's a lot of different gaming titles. Technically, mm-hmm. like what what I see sometimes is is there even single player games? They're esports because people will compete to see who can beat the game the fastest, mm-hmm. right? But on on the almost traditional esports side or, or the mainstream esports side you're going to see like a lot of different titles in in regards to Call of Duty, Valorant, um Apex Legends, League of Legends, um Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Those those ones really like pop into my head as far as like gaming titles that everybody is involved in. Now, my organization are we have four teams that compete in iRacing, so in um you know iRacing Sims uh, uh Madden 2023 mm-hmm. and soon to be Madden 2024 uh Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter so it's it's actually the same fighter same person he competes in both and then we also have a Rainbow Six team mm-hmm. so we compete in those four games but then on the Knights arena side like I was mentioning we run events uh, for Valorant, Apex Legends, Fall Guys, Rocket League, uh, Halo, C- uh, CS:GO, Rainbow Six, and then also in, in addition to that, Riot Games, who is one of the largest developers in the world, they they got they got popular from League of Legends, and they also run Valorant. We they asked us to run the Valorant Challengers League, with for all of North America. So mm-hmm. it, it's kind it's kind of like we ran the qualifiers for the premier league for um, like the world cup that's for it. but it's it's as if like all of north america was represented by one team or several teams and we okay. controlled the whole competition process for them mm-hmm. and then sent them off to uh the world cup or the premier leagues right so then and, and that's um riot liked us the most <laughs> they liked us the most uh, when they were changing up some of their league structure so they asked us to Uh, shrink our roster down disband our valorant team so that we could run events because it'd be kind of hard to like have a valorant team and then on the flip side run events for prizing you know all of our events we run for prizing Mm -hmm. Uh, so it'd be kind of a conflict of interest so we we are a big fan of the mentality why uh why have a team when you can run the whole league so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: okay Uh, every single day we learn something new yeah, like
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm I'm on all sides of this, man. And and I'm at the grassroots level explaining to people, you know, what even esports is. Mm. And then I'm at the the higher level, like talking to either gaming executives or or industry executives as to how this can pertain to them and how this can help them, right? So um, I'm on every side of this. So I, I get quite I get baseline level questions uh, and more advanced questions like all the time, like throughout my life
0: okay uh rising above the competition tell us about that
1: yeah i I think i I think a lot of that started when i was getting into this space uh Mm -hmm. you know in the ending years of my university and i found esports and gaming as a really really cool way to bring people together i I i've stated many times i'm that's what i'm all about bringing people together and Mm -hmm. when i when i those are two spaces that i really find myself in where i'm able to enact that kind of mentality is going to be in esports and gaming and then also in in health and wellness so i i see those two ways of bringing people together and when i was in university that was during the COVID 19 pandemic Mm -hmm. and i found that gaming was the one thing that people were still able to interact with have that team level of experience you know make friends with this passion of theirs and that really inspired me and one thing that i I feel like a lot of people did was they either just would coast through life or they would have they had their initial future plans slashed so they kind of wandered around lost Mm. you know i from 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 the pandemic i was really able to hone in on my passions and again like rise above like what I like a lot of the people around me so that I was better able to push towards my my goal. And my goal was to bring people together. Now mm-hmm. I had my goal, so I had to create actionable steps for that. And then and then and the, one of the first steps was get trying to get into this space in a very impactful way. Mm-hmm. After you know, leading up to graduation from university, I found that this esports organization was based locally to me and from there it was consistently pushing towards a position with them i didn't know where in the ecosystem i was going to fit but i knew i wanted to be under them didn't matter what title Mm -hmm. so i ended up coming on as a corporate partnerships coordinator because the executive staff at this organization felt like i had a real knack for for people and for for talking even if i use my hands a little bit too much um and and they felt that i had a real knack for for people so they put me into this department, so that I would be able to interact with our current sponsors and and brands that we work with, and then also bring more into this space. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the with the one goal with with another goal to build up the space. Because one thing that's that's different about like esports is that in order to be a part of the space, you have to build the space. Mm-hmm. Whether you're building physical and digital infrastructure with your sponsorship with uh, different organizations, or you're helping to provide a Unique experiences for this audience because you know the esports and gaming audience. they are cord cutters. They're they have like five different ad blockers on. They're they're higher income, but they don't respond to normal advertisements, right? So mm-hmm. it's a very unique audience group that we represent, but it's still huge, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that's kind of my verbose way of of really trying to to, to put what you said into uh, it. Into an answer of like rising above, so
0: yeah, and thank you for that answer. Yeah, and then you mentioned that uh, you have a passion in health and wellness. How do the two connect? I mean, the three now in this case, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: esports,
0: e-sport, health, yeah. And wellness,
1: yeah, esports, uh when you look when you what it boils down to is that in esports you're trying to increase your performance mm-hmm. on the on the competitive side mm-hmm. and there's no better way to do that than by increasing your brain health and your brain cognition boosting your focus and one of the easiest ways to do that is by taking into account what is going into your body and how you're using your body. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we don't have to overcomplicate things. There's a lot of esports teams currently utilizing, you know, health and wellness to better their teams and their rosters. They're investing in dietitians and chefs mm-hmm. to make sure that their their food is all taken care of and it's healthy. They're looking at the fitness and they're looking at the scheduling. So they're they're thinking, okay, wake up, make sure that the sleep is dialed in so they then they wake up at a regimented time they mm-hmm. get up they'll they might work out right in the morning or they might eat first or then finding that schedule that works for their competitive uh their roster and then in just looking at what kinds of exercises help them the most whether it's going to be high intensity cardio training and sprints or it's going to be like more weights they find what works and fine tunes there so that they're able to not only increase performance in the game Mm -hmm. But also in order to better uh, increase the longevity of their career, because let's face it, the esports athletes, they have a short, they might have a shorter lifespan in their career uh, with each team. So it might be, you know, five years or, or or six years, you know, I've seen some like as short as that, but with the intervention of the health and the wellness and making sure that everything is like dialed in, Mm -hmm. you're able to you're able to like lengthen that career to eight or 10 or, or 12 years and then you're also building those healthy habits so there's no burnout mm-hmm. you know and you don't leave you don't leave the space feeling jaded you know mm-hmm. so as far as how those two connect I, I feel that young people have a have different spaces that they can flock towards when they're looking for interest group or community and i believe gaming and health are are two that are very positive uh for them and their growth and to you know to establish friend groups and as far as bringing them together the the, as far as the audience groups they're both playing some of the same video games they're Mm -hmm. watching some of the same um anime um and they have they might have some of the same career aspirations in life so i'd love to bring those two together so that they understand that there's, there's another side to this, you know, there's, and there's, you know, hopefully there's like another interest that they can another group of friends that they can interact with. Mm -hmm. Um, So from community and friendships, to uh, lengthening to your career, to overall, just building healthy habits and making sure that you're more prepared in life for whatever comes Mm -hmm. Uh, that that's really the, that's really how the health and gaming discussion, was born in my head, and, and that's really what I apply now.
0: And that's that's a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, taking into consideration that uh, most of the players, most of the, and I don't know your experience, that most of those who are doing video games are the young people. And then you talk about uh, them growing into yeah, competitive adults and people who are handling things in a good way. Now, I have a question. How is the influence or what effect does gaming have on their normal day on their education and their yes. life at
1: home. now they they might go down one of two paths so mm-hmm. if they find that there is a serious competitive career for them and there's those opportunities just like in traditional athletics you're going to see some people circumventing college and university and going directly into competitive gaming as a career path right after high school. -hmm. However, on the flip side, you can take those same skills and apply it to collegiate athletics. So, Mm -hmm. most recently, a lot of different colleges and universities around the world are starting to develop esports scholarship programs because they see esports as a way, again, of competitive entertainment. So, it's another way of bringing in money to the university. So, they're investing in esports competitive teams and rosters Mm -hmm. so that, um, and they're giving huge huge scholarships and packages to young athletes as they go into college mm-hmm. so those kinds of positions are gonna um they on average are gonna flock towards like the computer science um the the sciences and those kinds of of pathways in their un in you know their university career and then they're able to have the varsity sports experience you know the jerseys the community the friends the the traveling for different tournaments uh right in uh esports. So mm-hmm. um as far as how it impacts your life it before there's a lot of people who would just say hey you know you have to settle down you have to like choose a career mm-hmm. but now you can either make it your career or use it as a launching point to finance your end goal of finding a good career for yourself right so mm-hmm. just like how people use a uh, view traditional sports as a way to get in and into the 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 community of, of universities and colleges for through athletic scholarships, the same now applies in eSports, okay. you know, and and with organizations like in the US, we have NACE, which is the National Association of Collegiate Esports. Mm-hmm. And that is a commu- that is just an organization of that's growing every day, like more universities are joining on to them. Mm-hmm. Um, And the spread of games that they compete in is huge you know it's there there's like super smash teams uh on on like super smash brothers teams which you know the competitive scenes for super smash brothers is like crazy so Mm -hmm. um i I believe so so now it's really a choose your own adventure and and really you can choose your own destiny with how you want to take this as a younger person
0: Hmm. choose your own adventure
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) choose your own adventure Uh, what challenges have you faced along along the way i mean in your career and uh, yeah tell us
1: i think i think more recently the the challenges i faced is finding and tailoring my vocabulary to fit who i'm talking to so that they can better understand the magnitude of the influence that esports and gaming has
0: okay
1: uh, so trying to identify whether it's it's saying hey like i've i've been looking at what you've been doing and i know who you're targeting and i have a better way of targeting that audience group through unique activations in like esports and gaming mm-hmm. or or it's like or, or it's even more of a baseline hey would you like to mix up how you're reaching out to you know the tech audience mm-hmm. right and it my my challenge is developing out the communicate the initial communication and making sure that they see the same value that I see and making sure that my passion for this space, that they feel it and that they can, they can also share it mm-hmm. um, because I, of course I'm biased because I I live and work in this space and, and I enjoy this and I believe in it, mm-hmm. um, but I just want to make sure that other people have that, they can have that same passion or, or feeling, or at least understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's probably my, my main challenge. Um, right now, yeah. Okay,
0: and then there is this one that people mention about. And now, since we are talking about video games, and you introduced as esports as the word to use, uh, they usually talk about addiction. Have you uh, got to deal with that in any way? And has it? How have you? How? What can you tell us
1: about that? That that's I think that's a perfect question. I from for me I started gaming when I was eight years old and mm-hmm. but I started with my parents. I, I started playing with my dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my parents always told me from a young age like there just has to be a balance. Like we want you to play video games with your friends, we but we also want you to get into sports or we still want you to have other creative avenues for you to hang out with people or or to just give your brain a break from screens, you know. And I believe that. If there is that balance there mm-hmm. then i believe that it really you, you can still flourish and and succeed that but but one of the ways that i find the easiest ways to introduce the conversation of balance in someone's life is by bringing together the health and wellness discussion with the with the gaming discussion overall mm-hmm. so if people were truly wanting to either take control of their gaming addiction or, or something along those lines, it, you know, and they saw a problem with it. One of the, one of the easiest fixes I see is just get, get them a walk, get them a a treadmill that they have to use while they're gaming. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's one of the, what's one of the first things that I recommend. And then, and then from there, just make sure that they understand that there has to be a balance Mm -hmm. And then from that balance, you know, let's introduce other interests. Let's introduce other things that they can be a part of, so that they aren't a- addicted to to just this just this thing. You okay. So, with if that balance is there, I don't feel that addiction really even has the ability to set in of, of addiction of any kind, mm-hmm. really. But but like since we're talking about like video gaming addiction that that some people in, um, like to discuss, let's take a look at the whole human being and let's start to let's start to take care of them like that okay
0: now when you are talking back then about uh, organizations we had we had this idea is like you're talking of you go into a company that is doing something totally different and then you have to introduce Mm -hmm. gaming
1: as a way of uh, is
0: there such a thing that you do?
1: And, uh, and, when I when I'm when I'm like talking to like different companies or, yeah, or really it, just describing this,
0: yeah, that I mean, and I'm in mean this an, a normal day job where you go into an organization that is dealing with it's not dealing with sports, so you've mm-hmm. got to introduce sports as a way of keeping the people together because you say that you like yeah. bringing people together. Do you have yeah. such kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I. When Usually when I'm like talking to different companies, I try to find where the interest level is Mm -hmm. and like what their goals are. Mm -hmm. So from those goals, I will kind of go into what we're able to do as an organization um, and kind of go over how. Our model, you know, our model is different. We don't just, we don't just depend on competitive representation and influencers. We also run entire events and leagues, Mm -hmm. right? So instead of just being, instead of just having like your logo on our jerseys, when we go to compete, you can have your logo and your messaging and your calls to action and your links in the entire stadium. Mm -hmm. right so so i'll I'll go in depth as to what their what their goals are for the space what your interest level is what what they might be um what they might want to accomplish in gaming and then i just kind of tailor it from there Mm. um and then that that's kind of how communications go and i just want them i i try to make people understand that i'm here to better connect them with the a larger more you know tech savvy high income cord cutting ad blocking audience that would like to engage with their services and products but they just need to be shown the experiences and lifestyle associated with that right Mm -hmm. and that's and like my my part of my job just really is in communication and then part of it's in marketing creative you know so i wear a lot of hats when i'm in communication with these different companies because I am the one that is tasked with creating their presence Mm -hmm. in a new in in a new industry okay so I have to articulate to an entire audience group why these guys are awesome Mm -hmm. and that that's usually that's usually how these things go it's like how first off from from the get-go what where's the fit where did they where could they fit in you know, why does this, how could this make sense? You know, it's, it's not like I'm going to, like, it's, it's not like I'm going to take a, I'm trying to grab something random. I'm, I'm not going to grab a construction company that specializes in concrete, um, and I'm going to the esports and gaming audience and saying, this is why you need to support them. You know, that that company might just be looking to market themselves to other businesses, as mm. opposed to, to consumers. Mm. So, you know, from the get-go, I have to vet some of these companies and brands as to how they would fit into my space first off and then from there really hone in on on how this space could benefit them and then from there like the value proposition kind of builds itself and i i, I believe that's kind of that that's usually like my process of going in there's yeah. a lot a lot of research let's just say a lot of research yeah. goes in
0: yeah, yeah it's good to know that and, yeah. and i'm i'm thinking i'm kind of thinking and i believe also at least now the viewer Saying there's a lot uh, there to know <laughs> that yeah. we shared, we shared quite little, bit. and because we are almost coming to the end of this uh, episode,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: how can people know more about this? Uh, what we are talking about? How can they connect with you? Tell us.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that getting into this space or getting connected with the space it just starts with the baseline level things mm-hmm. there's a lot of you just look up esports and you're going to have a lot of different esports and gaming news outlets such as IGN esports observer mm-hmm. um as as ways to just learn about the space mm-hmm. and as far as as far as like learning about the space further through comp- comp- competitive representation or events i would look through eventbrite or in your city and see if there's any gaming or esports uh conventions or events happening in your city and i would go to those to get to be in person to learn about it Mm -hmm. i would also i would a a lot of competitive uh, events and and tournaments and, and conventions they they will usually also live stream what's going on so I would go and try to view those you know the the dream hack dream hacks a perfect example because what, what dream hack does is their models insane they go to multiple countries in every continent and they'll just um, they'll just go in and they'll have multiple dream hacks so they do a world tour of this huge convention and they just have a massive massive uh like computers as far as the eye can see of people that can come in and compete against each other right mm-hmm. so i would i would look at those events and then i'd also check out some of the stuff that we're doing you know mm-hmm. i I provided, I provided a link to you i, I would i would encourage people to go check out that and nights.gg i believe slash nacl that's we ran the again we ran the entirety of the valorant challengers league for all of north america you could go in there and see some of the cool teams that um competed on our league.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, we even had like disguised Toast, and XQC, uh, Moist Critical, pick up Valorant teams to compete on our roster. So we had like a bunch of big, big time influencers mm-hmm. coming in and competing with us. Like that was so cool. And if you guys want to get connected with me and because and you don't know anything about the space or you're just trying to learn more, you can also just like reach out to me directly via LinkedIn, you know, Liam Brown nights on LinkedIn and, and I'm, I'm the only guy that shows up. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm the only, I'm the only one of my kind, you know? You. So, um, but yeah, so look, doing the research in, from the media to looking at the live streams and the content coming, coming to us and maybe looking at some of the more official events and then, you know, getting connected with me directly. I, I feel like those are some pretty easy first steps that, that I would recommend to your audience.
0: Okay, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: For all that recommendations. And I believe the one who's listening are going to follow up on that and uh, find out more.
1: Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm here for it. Sounds
0: great. Yeah, it's been an honor hosting you today at Now Nowtellers. We appreciate your time.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks for having me.
0: We're almost coming to the end. And so we'd ask you to share with us, as always happens at Nowtellers, Leave us with a few words that we should always remember. Which are they?
1: Take uh, your passion and a larger goal and put it into smaller, actionable steps. And when I say smaller, I mean smaller, micromanaged steps, whether it's getting up early, cleaning your space, and writing down certain keywords you're going to be looking for when you're going out on a job search. That's how fine you have to get with your goals and the smaller actionable steps in order to achieve your passion and your end goal. So take a big, take a bigger passion that you might have split it into smaller actionable steps and you will achieve that passion.
0: Wow. Thank you very much. Yeah, those, of course. <laughs> These are great words that you leave us
1: with. Thanks. I I, I thought of it last night. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. So uh, we really thank you once again for coming.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Anthony.
0: Yeah, coming to the end of this show, I have been your host, Anthony Morore, and together with our guest today, Liam Brown, we are saying, go out there and keep rising. Bye for now. Bye.